It's Dr. Peaky. Welcome to the Peaky Channel. Today, it's time to peek in. I'm going to start the show off with a little story of where I'm at now. And then, I promise to give you all the backstory. Or stories. <laughs> There's a lot to catch you up on. But, let's begin here. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everyone. Okay. You caught me red-handed. I'm a total romanticist. I love it when my significant other surprises me with gifts, takes me on a date, or even just shows acts of pure love. The affection melts my heart. Not literally, because the last thing I want is to be hospitalized in the USA, and um, we'll get into that later. So I am dating a guy exclusively we met on Hinge, one of those online dating apps. I have to say, I had the time of my life after breaking up with my last partner. For the first time in six to seven years, I was free to date again. Don't get me wrong, I had a wonderful time with my ex. Since we had decided to split, we had already gone through the remorse and all. We parted ways amicably, and that was that. The day of, I registered for an account on Hinge, Bumble, and Coffee Meets Bagel. I rummaged frantically for my best photos and wrote up my profile. Ugh, I always hated this part of the process. Then I got to swiping, the fun part. I swiped and swiped all night. Multiply that times every day, pretty much. To my luck, I had some matches right away and began going on dates. I went a little crazy for what most people might think with my frequency. Or maybe not? I don't know. My friends thought I was. <laughs> I went on a date twice a week while working my full-time job. <laughs> and then on weekends, I sometimes packed up the days with two dates a day. Oh my gosh, right? I already told you I'm a romanticist, so my dating habit should make a little sense to you at this point. Anyway, I love the dating part and I love also being in a relationship, pretty much at all times. I've only been single for two weeks at most since I started the whole dating scheme back in college. I'm not going to count my high school boyfriend because we weren't serious. I think the reason why I always try to be in a relationship is because I'm an extroverted extrovert. I enjoy being around people and get lonely super quick when I'm not. It's almost as if my friends aren't around for me, then I'm yearning for a boyfriend to be with. <laughs> Of course, family counts too, but yeah, you get the picture. I also was just always on the search for my life match. The earlier I meet him, the better was my thought, since that means I'd be able to make more cherishable memories with him earlier on. Fast forward to 2023, I have been living with my boyfriend Liam for almost a year, but we've been dating for almost two. And when it comes to dating, I know what I'm looking for, and I know fast. I like nerds. Yes, 
Nerds who geek out with academics. A man who knows what he's doing is my type of prince charming. He's got to be okay with my cleanliness, though. Although, to be honest, as long as he's okay with me being out and about with other people, I don't clang because I have others to cling to. <laughs> okay, I'm dramatizing that a little bit more than I really am. He actually tells me I'm not clingy at all. Either way, I really wanted to date someone next whom I could spend a lot of time with and we both shouldn't get tired of each other. So call that whatever you want. I was also looking for an older guy who is a natural teacher, a leader, and as generous as they come. I find that guys who give with their hearts full are so attractive. This is important to me because I feel like I'm at the stage of my life where I'm only looking for marriage potential in the people that I date. Hmm, the physical stuff. I'm definitely not picky about good looks. Handsome men tend to attract a lot of women, which mm, doesn't fancy me. But I do favor chunky stature than not. As for style, uh, I get overwhelmed if a guy dresses too well. Nondescript clothing is totally fine with me. And honestly, I probably won't remember what men wear for the most part on a date. I'm truly interested in what's inside. <laughs> yes, really. I've found that individuals in general appear handsome and or beautiful when they are kind-hearted or do kind things, and for sure vice versa for those looking ugly when they don't. For all the many things I was hoping for, I did actually find someone whom I thought checked a lot of my boxes my boyfriend Liam is the sweetest. He has gone above and beyond for me, which makes me confident as ever about us thriving together. He's been there for me like nobody else has. If I'm upset, he'll patiently listen while I rant. If I'm sad, he'll pick me up. If I'm tired, he'll come help carry my bags home. When it comes to thinking about our future, it is an obvious green light for me. Last year, I got ahead for us and made sure I knew how to answer when he asked what engagement ring I wanted. And he did! I told him all the specs I wanted in the ring. What shape, the cut, the clarity level, the carrot, the color. He even knows my ring size because of the couple's ring he got us for Valentine's Day. Oh, I totally asked him to get it for that purpose. <laughs> I mean, I made it pretty easy for him, don't you think? He had all the information he needed. Many months went by since he's last asked me what I wanted. For me at least, it was many. A couple weeks after the initial question about what I wanted for my ring though, he randomly asked if I cared about ring brands. That was a cue for me that, okay, he hasn't forgotten about it. Then another month passed and he asked if I would be okay with tweaking my criteria a bit because he wasn't finding many options. So I thought, okay, he's still working on it, but for Christ's sake, what's taking so long? The man even has a PhD. Finally, we were hanging out with another couple we know 
and they asked if we were thinking about marriage. I flipped inside out at this. All along, I was trying hard not to bring up the conversation because I didn't want to burden him or that I was hurrying him, although I really wanted to. So I knew I had to use this moment to get him to spill why he was taking this long. We had talked in depth about getting engaged before we moved in together, and we were already living under the same roof for half a year now. I was not happy that he was going with a plan B that I didn't know about. And so I quickly replied first and said, yeah, that's what I thought, but now I'm not sure because we were supposed to be engaged before we moved in together last year. I made sure he saw me discontent in the face as I answered. (laughs) It worked. I saw that perked him up a bit, but he responded, hey, remember I told you I have to postpone our plans a bit while I sort things out at work? I didn't remember. All that was in my head was that there was no ring on my finger and we had made a pact about getting engaged so that it would at least appease our conservative parents. He proceeded with an apologetic face. I took you aside a few months ago and told you that I needed to spend more time with work for a while until these mass layoffs begin to subside. It was true. Only then I recalled that we did have a conversation about this. Much to my chagrin, I realized that all along, I had been wrongly disappointed that he had delayed our plans without discussing a new timeline with me. I knew it was odd, because he usually communicates very well. But I guess my disappointment overshadowed the reality that I didn't want to accept at the time. I felt bad. Also, because I do remember it was a hard time at work for him, and I had put my selfish desires first. At least, that's what it seemed like I did. I hate to admit it, but this was a great example of pushing out my other ear what I didn't want to hear. In summary, he planned to propose before we moved in together as promised, but When layoffs were taking place left and right at his company, he had no choice but to stay focused on work and he had communicated that with me. However, I let that conversation go to the trash because I disliked it. I stand corrected. Bad brain, bad. Last week, nonetheless, something good happened that got me elated. I usually use his tablet often to watch Netflix, and this was just one of those days. I opened his iPad and voila, the current browser was showing that he was searching for diamonds. So what did I do? (laughs) I'm not ashamed to share this. I totally calculated my next moves, you all. Boys, if any of you end up listening to this, don't hate us girls too much. My first thought was this, let me help expedite whatever he was doing. So I began testing my acting skills by calling him out and saying, 
Oh, I see what you were doing and wiggled my eyebrows up and down dramatically. When he looked over and saw what I was showing him on his tablet, that got him immediately trying to wrestle with me to try to get his tablet back. I then took this opportunity to be like, well, hey, it's not a secret now, so let me take a look at them. He said, fine. I can't find the one you wanted. So I studied the different diamonds available and then said point blank, I like this one. His eyes went big and he said, which one? With so much interest that I don't usually see him portray. It was so cute. That made me giddy inside. I assumed this meant that he wanted to know exactly what I wanted so he could get it for me. I held up my index finger and pointed at it. He looked and peered back at his own phone and kept scrolling the page he was on. Moments later, he asked, do you know which setting you want to? Without looking up from his phone this time. At this point, it was obvious he had added the diamond to his shopping cart and now was looking to complete his order by shopping for a setting for the ring. I quickly flipped through the pages and voiced my selection. A lot was going through my mind at this point. Is he really going to finally buy it? Because it happened to be a long day for me that day, I got lost in my thoughts and felt myself drifting off to sleep while listening to him punch away on his phone. I'm pretty sure I was half asleep and I swear to you, I heard him walk from our bedroom to the living room. I remember hearing him grab his wallet, that same sound he makes every time he gets out his credit card. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> and at the sound of this, I smiled in my mind, knowing full well that he must have bought the ring tonight. I must have let go of my conscience around the moment I heard him mess around with his wallet, because just like that, I woke up the next morning. The first thing I did when I awoke was check the website. I knew that every diamond had a unique ID, so if he bought it, it shouldn't be there anymore. I thought, alas, I'm so close to getting engaged. Let's finish off the episode here. I noticed myself smiling throughout while recording this episode for you all today. They were happy memories for the most part. Yeah? Want to know what happened next? I can't wait to share too. I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye for now. Bye.